you're so effing precious when you smile. Hey, it's Zach. Thank you so much for clicking on our interview with Andrew Bozzi. Bozzi is 20 years old. His debut single, Mine, is probably playing on your radio station or on your playlist. His album, Cosmic, is out now. And uh, this dude is 20 years old. He's from Dearborn, Michigan, and he's interesting. He's insightful, yes. He has a lot of wisdom for a 20-year-old, but he has a lot of talent. And the dude has a lot of confidence. Just wait and see. Um, I'm pumped for you to hear this interview because you're going to learn a lot about him and I think you're going to listen to his music very differently. At least I do. We're going to talk about his creative process. We're going to talk about Taylor Swift, Kanye West, the fact that he truly believes that he's saving pop music and a whole lot of stuff. I mean, he's 20 years old, he's an artist, and he's now a millionaire. I can't wait for you to hear it. Leave your honest feedback in the comments section and I beg you to rate our podcast and please subscribe. Okay, here's our interview with Bozzy. Enjoy. Like China. China. Yo, 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 this is Justin, Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Zach Sang Show. We got Heather. Hi, we got Dan. Hi. And we welcome to the studio, Buzzy. Okay, okay. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up From man? Michigan to Los Angeles, yes, owning the game, my friend. Thanks. Here we are. Thanks, thanks for taking the time. Yeah, thanks for having me. How you feeling right now? I feel good, man. I'm a little bit tired, but I feel good. I'm here. I'm healthy, alive. Yeah. Have you, I, I think I know the answer, but have you gotten a chance to just stop and soak in everything that's been going on around you? Honestly, no, no. Oh. And and I don't want to yet, you know what I mean? Because like, this is really exciting, but there's like a, a lot more I want to do. There's there's a lot more I, I want to become. And it's like, I feel like when you like think about it, like you stop, right? And that means like ref, you're reflecting. That's the way you know something's great. You stop and you look back. And like I don't know if I'm ready to, to look back just yet because it, it's a cool point where I'm at, I'm at right now. And I'm I live with I'm the type of person where I'm always showing gratitude. Uh-huh. You know, I'm always grateful for what's happening. I'm grateful for the kind person I meet at a coffee shop, and I'm grateful for all the success. No, no matter what it is, I show gratitude. But I want to continue looking forward. I want I want to stay focused. I don't want to feel like this entitlement. I don't want to feel like I'm here yet because I know that there's like you know some ways to go before the destination I, I want to reach. But are you afraid that you're going to get to that destination and then you're going to be like what? I can't, I don't even remember it. And that's like, you know what? I watched this Kobe Bryant interview and then like I related to it so much because um, they asked Kobe, they said, it's Kobe and Kendrick and they go, what's the missing piece of greatness? And Kobe says is people don't understand that greatness is an anxiety. You know, it's a, it's not just glitter and glam. It's not like you get there and it's like, this is amazing. I'm happy, you know, because material things can't give you happiness point blank mm-hmm. no matter how successful i become it will never feed my soul you may feed my ego make may make me feel like i'm something but it won't You're not feel fulfilled no you won't you don't feel fulfilled so like I, I but i understand but there's still that thing in me that wants to be great it's just something you have or you don't and kobe says the missing piece of greatness is that anxiety it's the fear and the anxiety that constantly pushes you to be great. and it's like to be great yeah. but then some people get become successful but they're not great you know, and I'm, I'm not trying to be egotistical and call myself great, but I'm saying I do have that anxiety and I do have that fear and I don't want to get comfortable. It scares me, you know, to sit and feel comfortable. It scares me to be like, 
this is chill. You know, I could get used to this. I I, I want to continue growing. And, and I feel like even like not even necessarily like career wise, like I want to continue growing as just an individual and as a person because I've seen what like me growing in my personal life and my, my individual life has done for, you know, my career and everything else. So. And the two are connected, right? Your growth personal really. A hundred percent. Because yeah. I mean, there's a few, there's a few touch points that lead to personal to professional growth, right? Whether that's music and inspiration, mm-hmm. because as you evolve as a person, so does your music. A hundred percent. I mean, 100%. And then obviously, as you evolve as a person, it's how you handle the trials and tribulations and everything that's thrown at you yeah. professionally. Exactly. And you know, I've never heard greatness be summed up like that. You know, Greatness is an anxiety, and I, I get it. I understand that. And I, I've always believed that comfort is a killer. The second you become comfortable is the second you become complacent is the second you let down your guard and who knows what else is happening around you. Exactly. You're just chilling there, you know, exactly. wallowing in your comfort. Exactly. How does your anxiety manifest? Um, you know what? It's, it's interesting. It's like little moments, like, like even today, like I want to continue putting art out to people. And I just put out like a, a 16 song project it's like beautiful. three weeks ago. And like that project is, is everything to me. And I, I've, I've, you know, I know how important it is to keep that my focus, like, you know, to the public It's like my focus is cosmic, but like, you know, I'm already like, what's next? You know, I'm already like, I got to get back. Like, it's frustrating me. I've been on tour and I've been so busy. I, I haven't been able to create and be in the studio and I'm dying. Like, like music is just like, breathing like it really is like that for me like I just need to be doing it and it's like I haven't been able to because I've been really really busy with other stuff and like the way I work creatively isn't like I'm going in the studio today it's like me chilling for a bit and then letting inspiration hit me it starts with the fuel you know the inspiration and then once I'm inspired it's like I can't wait to get in the studio and it's like I've been so busy with other stuff that inspiration hasn't hasn't you know I haven't been able to focus on it it's still hitting me I'm still voice noting every hour on tour you know what I mean like random drum beats and random melodies and ideas that are just coming to me but like the creative like album version of Bozzy is like really different than like busy constantly doing stuff you're in promo cycle right now you're in touring cycle yeah of course do you what do you feel when you come off of the stage I love that that's my like playing the shows makes everything else worth it for me like everything like and it's interesting because like I did my first show with Camila like like a month or so ago and that was my first time performing in almost like five years. So like I wasn't sure. I, I'm the type of person I don't like to think about things going into them because you know when you think about things before they happen, you allow yourself to build fear. Like what's fear? You build up situations and scenarios that haven't happened yet that could happen, and they could go really wrong. And that's what fear is. So I choose to not think at all be focused on the moment and like be in things and just fall into you know these events and fall into these circumstances so i wasn't sure though how i was going to feel about performing because i don't i just don't you just don't know until you're on the stage you know it's like i know i'm a creative i know i love making music but like how do i feel about like being in front of people like some some artists have been creators and and have not liked the performance aspect of it um so i did my first show in vancouver and i was like like thank god like i fell in love with music differently again if that makes sense like, yeah. i fell in love with a whole different face of music well because you're um, actually seeing the face of the people consuming your art exactly it's such a beautiful thing like these songs that were so personal to me and, and i spent so much time like dissecting and producing and doing all the tedious you know production details for hours and then you bring them to life in front of an audience and it almost makes you like you know i've always made music for people to connect but you know 
having it and playing it in person is a whole different aspect. It's like it's not only to connect with the people there, but to create this moment and this nostalgia and this and this you know community almost every night, which is so special and has, has been really cool. What, is the high? I mean, obviously, it's a different high performing to an audience and getting off stage and finishing a record that you truly believe in. Yeah, but I mean. What fulfills you more? Um, it's it's tough. It's tough to compare because they're just two different two different types of you know fulfillment. I'd say the music first because I think the music is the foundation of everything. Right? It's like no one would like I can make music and not perform, but I can't perform without the music. You know what I'm saying? I, so I feel like music is the base in the in the home of everything, and truly that's what makes me like happy I live for creating like I love it I just crave it I crave to make sounds like Prince said something and he said when I wanted to hear new music I made it and like I, I know that may not sound crazy to you guys when I heard those like that's like you describe my life like that's just what I do like when I'm in the car like it's tough now because I haven't been able to make any new music it's like you know when music is personal like before I release it it's mine right so it's like cosmic like I was listening to that's the only thing I listened to before it came out. You said you only listen yeah, to your I, music. I really do. And it's like before Cosmic came out, that's like it for me. Like it's the only thing. And I'd listen to songs like 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 Dreams, for instance. I made it three weeks before the album came out, like two weeks. And I listened to that song probably like 400 times before it came out. It's weird, but like I listen to music from, it's like fun for me. It's imaginative. It's like the only time I feel like a kid is like I lay in my bed and I put headphones on and I'll listen to the same song on repeat like literally like 200 times and not just listening to it but like I imagine these scenarios and it's so beautiful and it's like fun for me like I imagine like friends back home hearing it in the car coming on and like you know reacting and enjoying it and I imagine being in front of an audience you know and like how they rock and how they move and like hearing it on a commercial like random stuff and but it's like fun to just picture it in these different scenarios um but it's tough because I mean I even noticed it with the singles like once I gave it to the world and once I put the songs out like the magic kind of goes away from me because it's not mine anymore it's the world's which is a, a beautiful thing you know but it's tough because I, I put out pretty much all the songs I had in the locker so now it's like I don't have, <laughs> have nothing to sit I have with. nothing to sit with and enjoy and mm-hmm. to imagine because like it's out now the scenarios are already happening and it's a beautiful thing to see them happen in real life but imagining is so beautiful you know I, I, I just, did, just thinking and, and dreaming is so fun I get it and I really like when your imagination matches up with your eventual reality yeah or at least your imagination can Continues to give you something to strive for, yeah. right? If you can imagine yeah. it, you can see it. Do you believe in like that type of stuff? I mean, you obviously do. Oh, if yeah. you sit there and you listen to your own records and you 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 can see it while you're hearing it be you know coming through speakers yeah. in people's cars, you manifest a lot of the success I mean, you have. A thousand percent. Yeah. It's, it's my religion. I, I really live by that, and it's something interesting because it's it's a the kind of person I've always been. It's inter- I, I look back at myself like retrospectively and see how I was when I was younger and like little things I noted and little things I paid attention and I've always been that type of person like I remember in, in I think sixth or seventh grade like I made the effort to lose like 20 pounds right and I worked out really hard and I, I lost 20 pounds and then it was crazy like after I lost I was feeling really good and then I got like an email from like America's Got Talent and it's like you know we saw a YouTube cover we'd love for him to come out and I was like wow like it's crazy that these things go hand in hand right like I did something good for myself I did something with good intention and look this opportunity came up you know and it's like I, I always wondered that I tell people that like at a young age and you know I didn't have the logic behind it. I didn't have the you know the the true belief behind it but I knew there was something special with it um, 
and like that's it. I I think it's almost deeper than like saying you're gonna do something, but it's like having a heart that that has good intention and like what you want to do there's good meaning behind it you know because like i think manifesting comes from a place of using like good energy to do it if you if you're being spiteful and you want to do it. things out of revenge and, and out or of like selfish reasons selfish reasons yeah it's just it, it pushes you in a dark place but um a hundred percent man that's that's my reality i like love and like I don't know. I was about to get super deep into that, but we'll no, hold off for a second. <laughs> dude, I mean, hey, this is the place. Yeah, man. But but really, I mean, these feelings you have, uh, they right now, I feel a sense of purity from you. But it's easy for that purity to be tainted, right? I mean, seriously, look at the industry we're in. You become an instant superstar. There's people at your beck and call doing whatever you want, whenever you're driving a freaking McLaren out there. <laughs> like, you know, it's easy for all of that to go away. Does that make you nervous? Yeah. Um, it... it it doesn't, it doesn't. Because, like, for instance, like, I've wrapped my head around these things and these material objects. Like, I understand them, you know? Like, you s I did come in in a McLaren, but it's like, that means nothing to me. Uh, it really does. That car means nothing to me. So why would you get it? Well, I didn't get it. He's I'm actually it testing it. Okay. But it means, this is the thing, that car means nothing to me, but nice things in life are fun. Like, that's yeah. the confusion. Yeah. It's just cool. It's yeah. just cool. It's, yeah. it's not that deep. People, mm -hmm. like, live for these objects. You can't live for them, but mm -hmm. if you can afford them, you can use them for fun. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I get it. You just can't make them everything. You can't, you can't base your happiness in a car, because it will not give it to you. Maybe for the first week, you're like, wow. But then you get used to it. We have a brain that constantly adjusts to any circumstance and any scenario. Your brain will make it a normal eventually. Mm -hmm. So you can't put your faith and in, in your happiness in things that are materialistic because you get used to them, right? So it's like, don't get me. I love nice things. Like I love, I love fashion. Like. 20% of all the money I make goes to clothing because I just love it. I love feeling good. I love feeling fly, but I don't put my happiness in the price tag because that's a bottomless pit of sadness. And you will like, and I've, once I've wrapped my head around them so I can enjoy these things, but take them away from me. Give me a, a whatever, a, 1990 Prius I'll be the same kid with the same amount of happiness because my happiness isn't in these these objects and these materialistic things but it's in it's in myself and the intention of my heart and who I am as a person you know like I'm driving the McLaren but did, did I get out and did I hold the door for someone not because I'm trying to be nice but because I genuinely wanted to just you know give someone something yeah it was good, inherent you know? it was organic exactly. you just did it without thinking yeah you're the it, same guy hopping out of a nicer car. Exactly. And yeah. it will never let, never change me. Like today, like a, a dude pulls up, you know, I'm, I'm sitting and I'm typing the address to go to the place and he's like, knocks me, he's like, can you rev the engine? It's like, of course I'll, like, you know what I mean? Like I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm this cool guy in this car, you know what I mean? Because I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. I really am not. Like anything egotistical isn't cool. It's mm -hmm. sadness, you know? You don't put that chest up. You don't put that front up because you, you're this confident guy. You do because you're insecure and you're hiding your emotions behind your car. You're hiding your emotions That's behind it. your gold. You're hiding it behind your money because there's a sad person inside of there. But, but, but it's like, there's no confidence. Yeah. And I think you're confident in the art that you put out there and create. Yeah, I'm confident in Bozzy in myself you know I don't people listen that's a thing are that, you confident in Andrew yeah yeah I mean Bozzy is Andrew you know that's like who I am like and I'm like that's a thing like the confidence lives in me and it lives in myself like once again you would take all the stuff away from me and it, it wouldn't hurt me because I don't base it in things that are out of my control yeah. I can't base my confidence in my success because that's out of my control the next album like for whatever it's like we live in a world of hype and, and, and of, of, of viralness, and it's random. You know what I mean? You can't place it in things that are in your control. You have to put it in something that's real. So what's in, what's in control in your life? Yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. 
the intention of your heart, the value that you try and give other people. So those are things you can control. So I base my confidence in that. I base my confidence in, in my actions and how I treat people who have no idea who I am. And that's, that's what really builds me. That's what really makes me. You have some beautiful lyrics on Cosmic. I really, dude, I've listened to the album a few times and it's it's awesome. And I think it's really, it's real. I, I, I don't know you, but through the internet and through these songs, I feel like I do know you. Um, one of my favorite lyrics, too young to see tomorrow, too young to know it hurts, found love in empty bottles. Can you just tell me where yeah. you're at when yeah. that came to you? I think that's just like youth in general, you know? Um, I made that song on like, I'm obsessed with nostalgia. I'm I'm obsessed with words and and things. I think that's the best thing about music is I can say something and make you feel something like that lyric in specific. Like I knew that that's that's a special thing that just holds a bit of value and holds a bit of feeling in it. Um, and I think that song is just about youth. You know, it's about just being young and like not thinking ahead, like not not living in the future, not living in the past, but just being in the moment, like too young to see tomorrow. Like I'm not thinking about tomorrow. I'm with you tonight. Like we're here tonight. Like let's be here. And I think that's the biggest thing we miss as people. And like, like I used, like I said, I haven't taken a point to reflect because I don't want to look at the past and be like, I was there. It is important to see progress, but it's like, don't live in like what you were. Don't live in what you're going to become, but just enjoy it. Like be here. Like People underestimate the moment. The moment is cool. You know, like, and that's a tough thing about the greatness thing we're talking about is like, you always want to think about your next move and, and think about where to go and be ahead. But it's like, at the end of the day, the happiest people are in the moment, experiencing the people around them. Like, I try and stay off my phone. I really do. It's like, it's tough now because really? there's always something I can check and see and a stat or a chart yeah. to check. But it's like, <laughs> I want to stay off of it because, like, there's real life happening around me. You know what I mean? And like, once again, like me looking at my Twitter, constantly seeing the numbers, like that's me putting my happiness in in a sense, right? Be like, wow, it's, it's getting bigger. It's getting better. But it's like, I, I don't want to do that because I, I feel like that takes away from the creative. And I feel like the, the line between music and, and social media and, and fame is so blurred now I get it. that it's like, it's all kind of like one, but I'm trying to separate them. I want my music to be just pure. I want it to come from a pure place. Oh, it's a human connection. That's, yeah. what, th that's what your music does, right? It brings two people together. And I think social media, yeah, it brings two people together. But like you said, it's a blurry connection yeah. when you're doing it via social media. Yeah. And you being able to cancel that out, you're focused on the people. You talk about eyes a lot. You know, yeah. you like people's eyes. Yeah. You see, you feel like you could see into people yeah. through their eyes. Yeah, you have nice eyes. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm obsessed with the eyes. I, I think they're the coolest part of the human body. I mean, just think about it. Like. We're looking at each other right now. Like, you're seeing me, you're seeing my mannerisms, how I act. But, like, through these eyes, is I perceive everything. I perceive life. I see you. I see myself every day. I, I, I'm walking through this life with these. And everything that happens around me is turned into my brain and I process it and I live it and like I just think that's so cool they're, they're like the gateway you know they really are the gateway to like that other realm of, of just like of, of lust for life and of you know happiness and all these things that exist in but our also brain it's experience like, right yeah. because your eyes I mean you're right not, you, don't, you don't register anything in your brain Unless it hits your eyes or your ears. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And the two are very connected. You yeah. know, if you can't see something, you can only hear it. You're building an image in your head. It's yeah. like you're seeing it, right? 100%. So you can see something without sound. You're, you're playing the conversations in yeah. your head. It's fascinating. Yeah. It's beautiful. It really it is. is. And it's like, I don't know. I just think like, this is such like a deep like stoner thing to say, but like, I just feel like humans are just so underestimated for what we are. Like, 
like why do we all care so much about like communicating why do we care so much for more like what are we chasing after like it's something you know what I mean? That's like why, like even people like myself who are like, you know, ha- doing cool things. Like you still want more. You're, it's like a constant lust for love. And like I think humans are like the coolest individuals. And like we're kind of taught growing up that you're, you know, you're in a box. And you know, do good in school so you can go to college and do this and work here. And like we just like I feel like we're just underestimated. Like the beings we are. I, th- I think I we're it. special. I really do. Are you trying to say like we're reliant on other things and other people when in reality all we need is ourselves? Yeah. Well, I don't think all we need is ourselves. I think we need people. I think people are such a beautiful part of life. Like I have a song on my album called Myself and like people always like, oh, like, is that how you think? I'm like, no. Like, like my album is showing you moments of my life. So, you know, I'm a human, right? Like I'm not this guy who understands and knows everything. Like I've had moments when I've been like, I want to be by myself. And then I have songs like, you know, beautiful. It's like, I, I love you. And like, you're this incredible creation. It's like, I'm a human. That's what I'm trying to show people. Like, I'm like you. Like, yeah, one moment I'm happy, one moment I'm sad. We're not perfect. We're not consistent. We're the farthest thing from it. And that's what I'm trying to, I'm trying to like kind of bridge that gap for people to be like, okay, cool. Like, if he's exactly like me, truthfully, then like all I have to do is do the things I want to do. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you have to be an artist or the president is like, go be a gardener. If you love me watering plants go like whatever it is like it's really not that deep i just want to inspire people to do what feeds their soul and do what they want to do because if we all did what we wanted to do we'd live in a much happier place like people would just be less like uptight they would be like more open to connecting and more open to love if they were genuinely happy in their hearts is cosmic the story of you yeah right now yeah I don't know if right now is the right way. So cosmic is the story of of like the human experience. Like cosmic is the story of what I what I was and what I'm becoming. Okay, so from when to when does three, cosmic represent three years you? ago? Okay, three years ago until like you know three weeks before the album came out. Wow, you know what I mean? But it's like interesting because there's so, like I've told I just told stories on it. So there's like songs like Honest, which is like a story from like two and a half years ago. It doesn't take away the fact that it's real, you know? Like, I wrote it then, and then, like, a couple months before the project, I reproduced these songs to, like, update them sonically to where I'm at. But it's, like, storytelling-wise, like, yeah, there's... And that's a cool thing about putting the album out, too, is, like, I was able to let these things go, you know? Yeah. Because when it's still personal, I'm still listening to the song every day. It's, like, it's hard not to think about the situation that happened two and a half years ago. It's, like, who the hell do I care, you know? So it's, like, it's cool to put it out and, like, let it go. And, like, now I'm on the next chapter of my life the next moment of my life and so when when the experience that inspires the song happens you write the story that moment how does it work no it's it's always random it's always so random um like for instance using honest like i went to the studio and had like a therapy session like literally we talked about the situation for like three hours from two years ago from two years ago well no two years ago i made the song like, okay yeah so like you're it. so yeah like a little like a week after everything went down i went to the studio maybe okay. like a couple of days after got it and um we talked for like three hours and just like assess the situation and then the cool thing about the music it's like it genuinely is like therapy for me because like i take the feeling out of me and i understand the situation i'd be really mature about it and talk about it and i put it in the song so it's like i don't feel that way anymore it's like all the feeling i had about the situation lives in the song and i let go that's why you can hear it and feel it when you listen to it um but it's tough because I listen to it again and like I'm doing tedious production notes and I'm hearing like the, the f- 
pain over and over and over. It hurts, and it's like, I can't wait to just put this out and let it go, you know? Hey, I hate to interrupt our interview with Bozzy, but I got to tell you about Quip. It is a toothbrush that I've been using for months now, and I love. Seriously, I'm obsessed with this thing. It is cheaper than any other electric toothbrush out there. It's cooler looking than any other toothbrush out there. It attaches right to my mirror. I mean, it's perfect. Seriously, there's no better toothbrush. I have one, I got my roommate one, I got my mom one, I got my roommate's mom one, I got my sister one, my dad one, I got Dan and Heather one too. I'm obsessed with Quip. Seriously, try it out. Quip starts at just 25 bucks. And if you go to quip.com slash sang right now, you're going to get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush, of course, because that's how it works. You buy a toothbrush and then they'll send you refill packs every month or two months, whatever it is, but it gives you a new head, so you're always fresh and always so clean. Get your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash sang. Oprah loves this toothbrush too. Come on, if Oprah's using it, if my mom's using it, you should use Quip. Come on, getquip.com. That is G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash sang. Is it hard when you perform it? Um... Or you just yes, just- yes and no. I will like more no than yes though. I'd say like ninety percent of it is amazing because I'm experiencing the feeling with other people. You know, I'm connecting, which is more beautiful than any piece of pain is to connect with someone else. So it's such a real song, and there's so much feeling in it that I feel myself connecting with the crowd, and they can feel the pain and the honesty. Um, so that part of it is is really fun, but it's still like yeah, like you know, you still just, you can't not you know. Not think about still the there and somewhere. You can see it sometimes in my face, like, especially on Honest. I'll just, like, sing some like, what the f***? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Well, it seems yeah. like your lyrics are, spe- like, very specific to you, but at the same time, they're general general enough where you're not giving too much away and everyone can kind of relate to it. Exactly, yeah. Is that the point? That's the point, man. I mean, um, I feel like, you know, when you talk about things truly honestly we just realize that we're much more alike than we put ourselves out to be. It's not like I'm trying to relate people. I'm just talking about these situations very personally. But like, just like you said, it feels like everyone can relate to them because we're all alike. And that's Mm -hmm. all I'm trying to do is just like, look, like we think the same way. I'm saying the same things you said to your girl. She's saying the same things to you. Like, you know, as an individual on on myself, I'm saying the same things you're thinking. Like Jay-Z says that he said an artist's job is to say things that people go, oh, that's how I feel. And I live by that. And, and I've chased that by just saying, what do I want to hear? What do I want to say? And I say it. And, and that's when people are like, that's exactly how I feel. You say in a simple <laughs> you know? way that's easy to, for everyone to understand. Yeah. Yeah. But what you're saying is true because people do forget that we are all so alike. So alike. I mean, I, I don't even say like we're kind of alike. Like I no, think everyone are. is the same. Major like, through yeah. lines that connect everybody no matter where you are. There's moments in our lives that everybody experiences. And even when it comes down to love, it doesn't matter who you're loving on the other end. That love and that feeling is the same. Whether it's same. a guy, a girl, an animal, a plant, it doesn't matter. It's the same. Yeah. It's yeah. the same. I, you know, we, we've talked, we talk about it here for years, you know, cause we create radio for so many people and across so many different places in the country. And it's, it's so true. And people forget that so easily. Yeah. And it's uh it's a little frightening. It is frightening. It is frightening. We want to paint ourselves, like we create these lines and just like, I don't know, we create these lines and these differences and that's why we're so separate. And that's like, like I always see like not to, you know, bring Trump into the equation, yeah. but I've always said like Trump's like the problem with Trump is not like what he's going to do. Like, you know you know down to the paper for our country but it's like the problem is the division it's Mm -hmm. just the sides it's like we just need less of that we need way less of that we need less of like it's them and we're us like we just need to like 
someone to unite and to communicate. Like we need to become a community. And it's like under step one is just understanding you are like me and I am like you. You know what I mean? We're not divided by any made up lines and things that we're putting in our heads, but we're the same and we want the same thing. And then once we do that, we can start living together. That really is the, is the, the first step. And obviously much easier said than done. There's a reason I'm not the president, but, but hey, someone's got to do it. You look at Kanye. You challenged him the other day on Twitter when he yeah. was doing his thing. Yeah. You know, when you see that and you see an artist that you respect and look up to. I mean, really fuel division. Yeah. He's not bringing people together. No. He thinks he is. No, I, I don't even know if he thinks he is. I, man, he it's so tough for me. Just because, like, Kanye is, like, musically one of my biggest influences. I mean, even philosophically, like, things he said in the past are beautiful. Like, he's talked about how he's making music and he says, like, all these things to instill confidence in people. And, like, he said so much beautiful stuff. And I've I've been such a fan of him for so long. And it's, like... I, I'm such a I think so much and I'm really diving deep on like why he why he's doing this and like the first time he said the, the Trump thing I was like he's being Kanye West like it makes sense mm. everyone in the world is talking about him he said he's putting out an album on June and he wants it mm-hmm. to do good like that's why he said that like that was my and then like he just kept like diving into it and it's like you're, you're taking it too far like listen like if Kanye said I don't he should have made it obvious. I don't agree with this man, but I'm I'm trying to live in love. So I'm gonna say I love you, Trump. Like I would have respected that, but like being like you know, being ignorant, like Trump's my boy, I don't know, he's crazy. Like, bro, like you're siding with him in a sense, you That's know? It. And then it goes so much further, his comments on slavery, literally Yeah, I mean it's a disaster, but at uh. the same time, like I'm not gonna say sit here and say that like he's just going crazy. I think he is like I mean, he's the craziest. So I'm thinking maybe like I don't know. Maybe he's like doing some weird social experiment, just being Kanye West, because it's almost too crazy to believe. I think he knows exactly. What I he's think doing. exactly. Like going on TMZ, he you're you're the knows. most. You're the person who is hated the most by the paparazzi. You're gonna walk into TMZ <laughs> with the has- whole office. And that's like walking, being blood, walking in a shark tank. Like, yeah. that's that's crazy. I just don't, I think he knows what he's doing. I think he's up to some bigger social experiment, weird Kanye scheme. I hope so. As a fan, I hope so. Hopefully this is, this is fake. Because I hope he's not off the rock or just going absolutely bananas. But... Only time Regardless, it isn't good right now, but exactly. Only time will tell. Let's see where he spins this. Let's see where he takes this. I think he's a troll. Like, did you hear the first song he put out? Scoop. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. He's a f-ing troll. Like, that's like yeah. who he is. You know what I mean? Because he knows he has this in the palm of his hand. Yeah, and, and he's literally, we are all talking about him. We're talking about him on the show. Everyone in the world talked about that song. He's doing what he set out to do. Like, he's looking at someone like Trump. He's like, how did Trump win the election? He just said crazy made everyone talk about it and that sets a fire and like ignites people like in different places that believe it by so many people talking about mm-hmm. it you know that's what Kanye's doing in, in a musical sense and and then when the music comes out everyone's gonna listen to it to see what they he has will to say. see what he has to say whether it's good or bad it doesn't matter yeah. you know he's still gonna get spins but you know what Kanye is still gonna stay up at night because radio might not play his records yeah you know that's what drives him that's what you know fed to help one of the things that fueled his breakdown yeah and that's he, he even said it, yeah. yeah, I mean, greatness, you go back to greatness, right? That, his definition of greatness is so vast. Yeah. And you could check off nine out of ten boxes on the list to be great for him, but if he's missing one, he's not great. No, no. And I, I don't know. I, I think, I, and then it gives me faith looking at someone like Childish Gambino. 
who's yes. crazy, but he's fucking crushing it. He's not pissing anyone off. He's not stepping on toes. He's not saying controversial stuff so you'll listen to his music. He's just being an artist. Yes. He's falling deep into his craft and into his art, and people are paying attention. And that gives me hope, and that gives me something to look up to because it's like, oh, am I going to have to be controversial for people to listen to my music and take what I have to say seriously? Do I have to say some crazy to show them that I don't care? It's like, no, and then I get to look at someone like Childish Gambino and be like, cool. Like, I just have to fall deeper into my art. I just That's have it. to be more of an artist. I have to just give people realer art and continue, you know, being better at my craft. How would you define pop music? I mean, pop music is popular music. Like, that's what it means. Like, right now, pop music is hip-hop. Okay. That's, like, what it is. Um, I think pop music is, you know, usually a trend. Hear me out on this. Pop music yeah. is a trend because it's like right now, hip-hop is pop music. Two years ago, pop music was pop music. It changes with the seasons. But there's beautiful things in pop music because like if you look back at like Prince, like yeah, you'd classify all that as pop. And I think pop has a, a different realm of like what I love about pop is melodic and like feeling and nostalgia. Like that's what pop music has always carried. Um, but it changes. It stands for popular music. But I think I, I'm, I make pop music in a sense because, you know, not only is it nostalgic, melodic and nostalgic, but it can connect with a lot of people, which is like what artist doesn't want everyone to connect with their music? I think it gets the lines get blurred when there's these like industry plants who like have their song, you know, two million dollars spent at radio and everyone's heard it a million times like oh this is pop music but i think there's a whole nother side of it where it's like an artist like me who, who produces and writes everything and is like has the vision for it is like i want people to like prince is my idol because he had mainstream success and never compromises artistry i'm just i'm trying to do the same thing today in pop music you, know? you use the word industry plan which was pretty fascinating yeah um you know dude you look you google your name reddit there's a whole like conspiracy post that you're an industry plan really yeah I never knew that. <laughs> you just got so excited. <laughs> That's so cool. I'm going to definitely check that out. That's sick. I, I, because you're right. You know, there are quote unquote people who don't write their own stuff or handed record after record after record. And you're right. They pay radio to just push it up the chart. Yeah. Which doesn't work anymore, too. No. Because like, that's what people don't understand. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, people are tasteful now. That's a cool thing is like spotify apple music like soundcloud like all these streaming platforms have just allowed people to listen to what they want like radio does not decide what's popular like you may like everyone may have been like i've heard that before but to get people to like something is an entirely different battle i think it's a combination right like there's different ways to measure cultural relevance do you get me right we can look at spotify we can look at apple we can look at a ton of different streams but it doesn't diminish the impact of radio right the passive audience that radio reaches like the fact that yeah i mean 55 percent of music is discovered from the radio which which is still super high 92 percent of super americans high. listen to radio every single day in their car so it, it goes hand in hand because what you're saying is you know the industry plant so to speak can't rise as high as they used to because you go why is this song being played yeah is people it being are, shazam think or is that, it yeah. being streamed yeah you know what i mean you have other data exactly. to reference but people it's it's it used to be the song could carry an artist the song could make an artist but now that people want to know the story beyond the artist they want to know yeah. the person who wrote it they want to know about them they want to know their motives like social media has allowed you to dive so deep into people 
and to really get to know them. So it's like, all right, cool. Like, it was a great song, but what's he about? What does he look like? What does he dress? What is he into? People don't know they pay attention to it like that, but they do. They do. And that's why, like, branding is so important as well. Do you respect the artistry of somebody like Rihanna? You know, Rihanna hasn't written her own songs, I, I, I think, ever. You know, but she she's known for that. But she's a, she's a superstar in her she's own She's an life. artist. I do respect Rihanna. I think that's a thing. Like, you can... She does write sometimes, too. She I, does write. Yeah. Um, and I think Rihanna... Um, is Rihanna. You know, she mm-hmm. performs things and sings them that a way that no one else can. I think from her fashion, from her performance to how she's branded herself, I don't think there's anybody like her. She's an individual. Like, I think it's like when I, she calls the shots for herself. That's it. She has the ear for herself. It's like an artist where it's like your manager tells you what to sing. Your manager tells you what she's to wear. She's her own your manager, She's her own and she does it all. So I respect her because she's an individual. But it's like what, she, what I don't respect is somebody who has everyone else call their, their personal artistic brand decisions for them that's where you you lose me you know what i mean because your your single was picked by a 50 year old man like you know what i mean like how can you connect with the youth and and sing to the youth if if other people are making your decisions for you it doesn't make any sense to me you can think you're connecting but i don't think the connection is ever going to be genuine or as strong as one really thinks never especially in today's world you're seeing so many artists i don't want to say names and start shade but it's like you just see so many artists like people are just like not feeling anymore because they're like they they get it you can't trick people like you used to. They want something real. Yeah. They can. They they have enough, you know, platforms to find something real. They're not going to just settle and be like, cool, I like this person anymore. It's like, no, I want exactly what I want. I want this person to talk and walk and sing exactly how I want to see it. And if you're not going to do it, I'll find somebody that will. Which is pressure, yes, to share every aspect of yourself properly. But at the same time, because people, like you said, are attracted to genuineness, it's, it's, it's you just got to be yourself. You just got to be yourself. Exactly. And ex- exactly. It's like you could be like, oh, man, what do they want to see? First thing you're doing wrong is saying, what do they want to see? You know, it really just comes from I'm going to be myself in every ass. Like, that's why, like, like radio promo could be so draining. Right. People are always like, oh, how you doing, man? Like, I talk to my other <laughs> artist friends like, man, like, how, how's it going? Like, and it's really like not that bad for me. If I was putting up a facade every morning and like going to these shows, like having to pretend to be something, I probably would have been done. Yeah, by because now. it's an act. If it's an act. It's draining to do that but I, I'm just talking like we're t- having a conversation right now that we would have on or off with the cameras yeah. you know and that that makes it easy you do haven't you know I could be wrong on this man but you haven't really collaborated with a lot of artists nobody nobody well I've collaborated nothing has came out yeah so secretively secretively yeah <laughs> How do you pick those who you want to collaborate yeah, with? I'm just very, like, once again, man, I'm specific on branding, you know? I don't want to put myself in anyone else's bubble because I feel like nobody is, no one's going where I want to go. And I feel like, once again, people don't know they do, but people take branding so seriously. And they they don't know they're doing it, but it's like, oh, like, you see me with this person, it's like, cool, he's that kind of guy, it, right? You're right. And it's like, that's why musically, I don't want to pair myself up yet because I don't know anyone that's like going to the destination I'm trying to go. You also haven't, you know, you were also waiting to define yourself fully before you bring in somebody else to the mix. Exactly. Because perception matters. Exactly. A hundred percent. That's like, put a feature on mine, you know, put a feature on. And it's like, I just want to wait a little bit longer just to people like get me and they know me before like, oh, okay, this guy's on the song. It's like. Find my identity, get to know me, and then like once like you, I've established who I am, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna make these collaborations cooler than they've ever been. You know what I mean? Because collaborating is a chance to do something really special. You can technically combine two worlds. I don't think anyone's doing it right. Yeah. I think like closest thing I think Drake and Future, you know, did an amazing time. I mean, an amazing job on their on their mixtape they put out. I just thought it was. I thought it was cool. I think 
these cool little twists where it's like it's like Avengers seeing all the favorite superheroes <laughs> in one movie you know what I mean I feel like music has the opportunity to do the same thing like imagine me Drake Post Malone on an album look People at that like, what the hell like that would be so fly look I mean, at you speaking that into existence just wait on it man <laughs> yeah, I was surprised that you haven't released a mine remix yet I thought that'd be something you'd do yeah and no, I've thought about it there's I'd be really, and there's certain, there's a couple people. It's like I would do it if if they would do it. Like but, who? I mean, like one, like Chance the Rapper. I oh. thought like Chance the Rapper mm. would have delivered, but people are like, oh, like put Twenty One Savage on it. It's like what? Like I think Twenty One Savage is fly, but he doesn't fit the bubble mm -hmm. of mine. Like absolutely not. Like it's just not something he would do. They're it's different caliber of different artists. caliber, but like Chance the Rapper is that fly like. Poppy, you know, type. He totally could have just. He also stands it. for something. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. I don't yeah. want to diminish no anybody else. I, it's art is art, and I don't hate on anyone for like what they actually make, because he does write his stuff, and so I, I respect him. And you know, you're on record saying that you're saving pop music. Do you still believe that? Yeah, I think so for sure. I mean, people don't listen to pop albums. You know what I mean? Like, no matter the biggest pop star, you could sell stadiums. I like look at Taylor Swift. She's literally selling out stadiums, but people don't listen to her album. I didn't listen to the new album yet. No one has. I mean, not not trying I to throw to some of it. Not trying to throw shade. I think t I respect Taylor Swift so much. I really do. She is like the businesswoman of all businesswomen. She is selling out stadiums. Mm -hmm. That's every artist's end goal is to say I'm gonna. Go She's playing the biggest venues you can play. But I'm talking about like in culture, people are not listening to pop albums anymore. Is They're that just not. Go look at the top 100 on Apple Music right now. You'll see like. 10 out of 90 of the albums in there are are pop and i've i've like put cosmic out and it hasn't left the top 20 since since i put it out and i'm not tr i'm not the you know i'm not this big guy yet right where i can flex and say i saved it but i think i'm making people approach and be like oh maybe this music can be cool you know like maybe like melodies aren't whack maybe not every song i hear has to be in this voice right you know what i mean like i'm just trying to i'm just trying to get people to to, to think a little bit out of the box i see you though dude every record 16 songs on the yeah. album not a single song over three minutes yeah that's strategy isn't it i wouldn't call it strategy like i really it it works, but I didn't do it for that purpose. I listened to the whole album yeah, because exactly. it flies by in 48 flies minutes. By and I make everything seamless and it connects, but once again, I make music how I would want to hear it. I don't like, like, I don't listen to song, a four minute song all the way through. Like when I'm in the car playing music, for me, half a song. If I'm listening to other people, <laughs> half a song, next song, half a song, next song. It's because people don't make it interesting enough for me to keep in. So I'm trying to, like, I want you to hear the entire thing. I want you, I want it to be enough where you can dissect it and digest it, you know? It's like if you get people too much, like, ah, I'll listen to the next <laughs> guy, you know? It's like attention span is short. I know mine is short. So Wait. I just, I tried to make music that I wanted to hear and hence the short songs. Would you say that that is something shared by your peers? Yeah. Short attention span? Yeah. Oh my God. There's uh, so right? much stuff to consume. Like, you know, outside of music, like we have these phones that has, we all live different lives on our phones. Mm -hmm. There's so much stuff to consume. You got Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, anything on the internet. You got YouTube, you got Spotify. Like, there's so many different ways to consume. It's like you have to make something worth someone's time because it's like, they're not thinking that deep. It's like, cool, I'm just going to switch to the next thing. If it's not grabbing my attention, I'm going to exit apps, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm, that's how I am. So I just look at myself. You you are your best teacher. Like I skip through like crazy. So it's like, I just want to make something that grabs my attention and yeah, keeps me in the whole time. Well, you, you also said uh, Cosmic was one of the most special albums ever made. Why yeah. do you believe that? I believe that because um, 
one, I'm my, my own biggest fan. You know, there's no like factual reason behind it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, there is sense. nothing. I haven't broken any streaming records. I haven't done anything. There's scientific but, data. Yeah, scientific data. Sonically, it's the most. No, but I really do believe Cosmic is one of the most special albums because I feel like it's the first time that someone has like consistently been real on a, in an entire project. And it's like I produced and wrote everything on it it came directly from me and i feel like that's one of the most specials of special albums of all time because in a world where that's just not happening and where an artist being an artist isn't important anymore people don't care if you're prince they don't care if you die for your craft i feel like i'm kind of bringing that back in a sense in in a world where everything is so quick and, and consumed and trendy like i want to give people something that's that you can hold on to and you can dissect and chew into and i feel like it's one of the most special al albums of all time because i feel like you know if it does what i want it to do it can really turn people's attentions back to the originality and the artistry of of, of, of being somebody do you think though that kind of puts pressure on the album itself and people may listen to it differently knowing that you think it's that special and that no. different no 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 I feel like if I cared about like streams and stuff and like how many times people listen to it, it would put a pressure on it because it's like, oh, if it's the best, it should stream the best, right? Mm -hmm. But I think it's like anyone who listens to it loves it. So, like that's the thing. If you listen to it left to right, like you are going to be like, okay, cool. Like I get it. Like I have not seen a negative comment about Cosmic. Yeah, I got to be honest. When I read that tweet, I was like, oh God. Yeah. Like I'm going to listen to it differently. And I listened to it. I'm like, okay, it's pretty good. Yeah. Well, in 15 years, will be the greatest album of all time. Who knows? We'll wait and see. Yeah. But it is pretty good all the way through. Thank you, man. Thank yeah. you. And like, it's like, once again, it's like, that's a funny thing about saying it's one of the most special albums. Like, that's a personal statement, but art is perspective. You know, I can't tell you it's going to be the most special for you. That's crazy. Like, you could love Katy Perry's first album that to you that could be the most special album you've ever heard it's art it's not it's not numerical it's not factual yeah. that's why I say shit like that because it's just crazy to be like <laughs> to me it's the most special album in the entire world and I know to certain people it is too but it's like yeah if you don't look at streaming numbers how do you measure success um engagement of people Okay, so like people I coming at, up to you on the street? No, or not, at not the shows? that. Engagement of people, like the shows. Like for instance, like I put my tour on sale and I doubled up shows in LA and Detroit and in New York and every ticket sold out in two hours. I mm. measure, measure it by stuff like that. Like if you've heard it, do you want to see me? You know what mm. I mean? If you've heard it, do you want to find out more of me? It's like everyone who, who heard it does care. It's like, like engagement of people. It's like I, th I think I have like 450,000 Instagram followers but I get like 150,000 likes on my pictures because it's like like that's whack to like analyze it like that but it's like if you know you know you know what i mean i get it which is chill for me it's like i'm not trying to max it out it's like if you want to come to the world of bosnia and, and into my space like come indulge because i have an experience for you you know and it's like i gauge like the success and the the you know how well it does off of how it makes me feel and how how i accept people's reactions of it you know um but first and foremost it's like I loved it before I put it out. I loved it so much. So it's like now that it's out, I still love it a lot, and that's all I need. What song should we listen to to learn the most about you? It's so tough. It's tough to, to I'd say like maybe fantasy because like to learn the most about me personally in fantasy, I'm talking about like how I think and like my like my mindset and perspective and approach to things. I'd say fantasy is a good one to like understand the way that I, I process my thoughts. Got it. Yeah. Do you think Andrew Bozzi is going to get nominated for a Grammy off of Cosmic? Um, I hope so, man. That's a dream. I mean, every artist wants a Grammy. I hope so. Will Bozzi win Best New Artist at the Grammy? This year? He might. He just <laughs> might. Right. Let's see. I mean, there's just so much, so many politics that go into that world we all know, but it's like, 
I hope so, man. This could be a really fun year for me. I think it's going really good so far. So let's let's see what happens. Dude, I like well, seeing your billboard from my house. Hey. <laughs> are, are you taking advantage of the new start? I'm like hanging out with people, doing things, dating around. Dude, do you have friends? Yeah. No. No, I don't. I actually don't. Um, no. No. I've been in L.A. for like four years. So I, I've been in like the fast life. I've been in it for a while. Like even before. Like in L.A. you can feel like you're a superstar before you are one. Because it's just like this life is so like disposable. Like people yeah. just throwing it yeah, But around. now you're really getting the recognition. Getting the recognition. But it's like no. Like I don't want to. You mm-hmm. know. I, I'd rather hang out with a group of genuine people than hang out with a group of super famous people. Because it's like. Like, and don't get me wrong, the super famous people can be the super genuine people. You know, like, I have, like, some friends that I would die for. Like, the few that I do have are, like, my closest, yeah. you know? And it's, like, I just, I die for genuine moments, like, rather than the societal cool shit to do, like, you know, be at the coolest parties. Like, I just die for the moments that are, like, real. And it's, like, when we're all in a room and we're laughing and we're having a blast and it's, like, we could be doing that at a club or we could be doing that in in your basement in sweatpants. Like, it doesn't matter. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I just, I crave a good time. But it's hard to find genuine here. It's very hard. But it's like, I, I, I feel like I've done a good job of it. Like, my friends that I have are, like, genuine people. And, like, like, I was just in New York with, like, some of my closest friends. And it was just, like, such a fun time. Like, like we made, you know something out of nothing and like a lot of times there was really cool stuff to do and like we skipped it because we were just on a a whole better vibe by ourselves and like i don't know cool yeah bozzy yeah (laughs) cosmic is the album yeah we've covered a lot here my friend yeah we have man i really appreciate your time deeply yeah thanks for having me i was watching the ellen performance and i saw ellen introduce you as like Bozzy, you know Taylor Swift is a big fan of his. Yeah, <laughs> does that annoy does, you? Know what? It's like it, it has... so does because she's. I don't even know if she is. Like <laughs> people say that like so much. I'm like, all right, like is she though? Like I really don't know because like she put me on like on a playlist and it was like, it does. But like I I get it. It's like you know people get like prepped on stuff and she she reached out was like we want to be the first to support Bozzy on TV and like you know we're big fans and she said that but it's chill. It's like I get it. Like she needs something. You, like, you gotta understand she's talking to like middle America that's like mm-hmm. f- two years late on everything yeah. like, she's gotta speak in a language that they'll be like oh, oh cool Taylor Swift approves yeah. Taylor Swift approves yeah, yeah. does Taylor Swift reach out to you <laughs> never we've never talked or anything that's why it's like what? people say it so much it's like she threw me in a playlist and like I mean obviously like managers and D- our people have contact and she's a fan she wants to work or whatever I think D- I don't know it's like you just don't know it's like I decided to choose to just like if people say it I'm like let it fly like right over my head. Do you think she actually listened to mine? Yeah, for sure. I mean, she put it number one in the playlist. Like, it's she, a big deal. She definitely like enjoys it. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, who knows? Do you think you'd be here without the internet? Um, I hope. I don't know. It's hard to gauge and say that just because like viralness was so important to my success. Yeah, from you know the start to, to the mine. Start, like, there's tweets of like tweets you so fucking precious when you smile just the lyrics of mine that had a hundred thousand 150,000 retweets on twitter like violence and i think a lot of artists wouldn't be here today without the internet just because i mean almost every one of them like because before that you needed to have a finesse in the music industry so your songs would get played on the radio and then you know what i mean hopefully it caught and then they put you in every movie and it was it was all forced and, and non-organic i think like you know, without the internet, a lot of people wouldn't organically have become famous. And I, and I think that's what's cool. That's why art is getting better is because, like, it's happening naturally for people. So it's realer and the connection is realer. And but the competition is also more fierce because anybody can release more. music. Everyone does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. has a SoundCloud account, man. 
I've been rapping in the shadows. I'm waiting on it. Yeah, you, on oh, it. you're gonna put me on a record. <laughs> Let's go, man. Just wait. Yeah. Your dad, your dad, doing okay? He's doing great, man. Is he with you? Um, he's not with me right now. I actually I haven't seen him, and he came to my, he came to Ellen. No, he came to my LA show. Got it. And that was the last time I saw him. But uh, he's great, man. Like what? we talk a bunch. It's like my best friend. Dude, like, literally my best friend. What are your parents like? <laughs> yeah. How are your parents doing with this journey? Yeah, he's so proud. He's like the because he's believed in me from the start. Like we've been in on this together. It's like specifically me and him. Um, so he's just a proud dad. He really is. Like you know, he believed in me and invested so much of his faith in me. And um, you know, here we are. Like if you go to his Instagram, it's just like all flexes. Like, he flexes <laughs> my career like a hundred times more than I do. Like he'll post every little accomplishment up. Like it's the funniest. That makes you proud. <laughs> yeah, he's a proud dad. Like I get it. I really do get it. It's like cool though. He doesn't even caption it too. He's just like post it. <laughs> Check me out. Caption not needed. All his friends are just like whoa. Dude, from Dearborn, Michigan, <laughs> yeah, man. to Los Angeles, to literally the entire world, man. Cosmic is the album. Yes, sir. And uh, you have a home in our show for as long as you keep releasing art, man. Thank you, buddy. Seriously. Excited to get back. Yeah. Dude. Great Mikasa, conversation. Casa, Casa, thank you for taking yeah. the time. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Bozzy, everybody. All right. All right. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.